Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, we all know about the great resignation, people retiring or changing jobs during the pandemic as so many of us take a closer look at our lives and what is most meaningful and important to us. But there's something else going on called quiet quitting or soft quitting. And there's quite a buzz about it on social media as workers uh, explain that they're staying in their jobs, but not taking on extra responsibilities, no longer letting their jobs control their lives outside of working hours. For more on this growing phenomenon, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Jennifer Deal. She's a senior research scientist at the USC Marshall School of Business Center for Effective Organizations. She's an expert on global leadership and management, generational differences, and employee engagement. Thank you so much for being with us. Happy to be here, Doug. So this is fascinating to me and something of which I only became aware recently. So I imagine a lot of people don't know what it is. So as best we can, how do we explain what, what is quiet quitting? What, what does that mean? Well, the the problem is that there isn't a good definition. People have lots of different ways of discussing this. For some people, they talk about it as they're just not going to do any more than they're actually contracted to do, as in they're going to do their jobs, but not all of the other things that they're asked to do. And other people talk about it as if they're just going to sit there and watch funny cat videos all day. Um so there's there are wide difference there are big differences in how people talk about this. So if it's the latter, I mean, why doesn't someone like that then just get fired? Well, you have to find them. You have to notice. You have to follow processes for identifying what they aren't doing. And oftentimes, people just don't notice when people aren't doing their jobs. I mean, if it doesn't actually have any impact on people around them. Oftentimes, you know, managers just don't notice. Wow. So it is in that case, it really is like I've quit my job. I still go to it. They still pay me. I just don't do anything when I'm there. Yes. Yes. I walk around and talk to people. I'm seen. I appear to be there. I'm putting in time. And, you know, when people aren't looking, I'm doing what I want to do. Now, I would, and, oh, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I would, I would guess that that makes this something that's more prevalent, you know, not in a working class blue collar job, but more in a higher socioeconomic class. Yeah. So if, so if your job requires you to actually physically move things or be present, so stuff changes around you, it's really hard to not do that and it not be noticed. If you're moving emails from one place to another, it's a heck of a lot easier for that to not get noticed because everybody gets too many, too many emails anyway. This makes me think of the movie Office Space. Uh, is, <laughs> is this a new thing or is this something that's been around and just sort of gained momentum and attention because of the pandemic and all the recent changes we've seen in people's you know, work-life balance? 
Well, mentioning office space is exactly right. So people have been joking that that actually Gen X was doing this a long time ago. Um, it's it's getting it's getting a lot of play right now because of the pandemic and so many people working from home and a lot of anxiety amongst managers and executives about what people are doing while they're at home. Sure. So what is an employer supposed to do about this? I mean, if somebody says, sorry, I work 40 hours a week, you can't bother me after hours, if it's that version of it. I mean, do they need to rethink what they expect of their workers? They need to rethink what is happening with the jobs. Yes. So people are people are contracted to do specific work. They're hired to do a job. And what has happened in the past 20 or 30 years is that oftentimes what happens is when someone leaves a job, their tasks are divided up amongst other workers. So the jobs are, I, I like to joke that they're becoming supersized. And it, I think in many cases, what what employees are doing is they're saying, you know what, I was contracted to do job A. I'm not going to do job A, B, C, and D. So I'm just going to do what I was hired to do. And that's not an unreasonable position to take if that's what they're being paid to do. And if that is, in fact, what they're doing and they're doing their job well, they're doing what they were contracted to do and they're doing it well, then, yeah, managers and people who run organizations really need to think about how the jobs are constructed and the work is distributed. So all the work gets done inside of what people are contracted to do. Why do you think we're seeing more of this now? Is it a generational thing? Is it the pandemic? Is it a combination and other factors, too? I think that I don't think that we're seeing more of it now. I think that people are talking about it more now. So what I find really interesting is that it's called quiet quitting, but people are talking about it a lot. So it isn't (laughs) actually that quiet, is it? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the people who are really doing it are probably doing it very quietly and not mentioning it. They're probably doing their job and just not adding on all of the extras. We literally call them extra role behaviors that people in organizations often expect of them. So if they're doing it quietly and doing their job, there's no discussion. I I honestly think that a lot of this comes out of anxiety about not being able to see what a reasonable portion of the workforce is doing at any time because they're not physically in an office. And that causes that causes people above them a lot of anxiety. Yeah, I, I would think it would be risky to talk about it if you're doing something like this. And there's a risk to drawing that line in the sand for your boss if it's something you are making them aware of. I mean, in theory, I mean, there are those of us who think if you don't make yourself invaluable, if you don't always say yes, your job could be at risk. And it could. This is part of the way the whole structure is put together. How at risk it is depends on how good you are at your job, how rare your skills are, how easy it is to find someone to replace you because it's always a problem to replace people. Replacing people is expensive. So technology has clearly changed the way we work. I mean, people sleep with their cell phones on next to their beds. Is work changing for the future for good? I mean, the way we've defined working in the past, is that just in the past now and it's all going to be different? It probably depends on the job. So, so some work has been the same for the past 50 years because of because of the actual attributes of the job itself, it needs to be done in that particular way. If you're going in to get a shot, to get an immunization, you're actually going to go somewhere and there's going to be a person there who gives you, gives you the shot, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that job is still the way that job is done. Other jobs 
are brand new and didn't exist 15 years ago, didn't exist, say, pre, pre-cell phones. So they're brand new. So I imagine some will stay the same or, you know, approximately the same. And others will be developed that will be radically different. But to answer, to answer your other question, yes, cell phones radically change the way work works. Um, we are now constantly tied to work in a way that we weren't even 20 years ago because they didn't exist. And the expectation of many employers that they can access their employee at any time has become fairly common. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I'm afraid we're out of time. Jennifer Deal, Senior Research Scientist at the USC Marshall Center for Effective Organizations. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app, which you'll find on your ubiquitous cell phone. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 